Hi, welcome to the Splunkna Conversation podcast, where I welcome conversation and questions surrounding Splunkna therapy and more. Splunkna is a mind-body protocol that releases stored trauma emotions from your body. So for this first episode, I figured it would be best to allow a friend of mine who has never experienced Splunkna to interview me and ask questions surrounding Splunkna. So here we go. Stu, hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. I got all kinds of questions. I have no idea what Splunkna is. So thank you very, very much for having me. And uh, yeah, where 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 do we even begin? Yeah, well, do you know what Splunkna is? So... So for context, I got a little bit. I know that, uh, so my wife has done it a couple of times with you. You are a licensed and accredited. How does that even work? How does that work? (laughs) Like, what are you? What are you to to the Splunkna world? Yeah, so professionally, I guess my title is a Mastered Certified Splunkna Practitioner. So I'm a practitioner. So I go through trainings um, through the Splunkna Therapy Institute. So it's a training institute. Um, Sarah Thiessen, she's amazing. She's the one who started Splunkna and just all things Splunkna. So I trained under her for a year and a half. um, And now I am officially certified um, a trauma therapist. And I do online and in-person sessions. So that's kind of my professional title. Okay. No, that's good. That gives gives me more understanding. Um, Contextually with... Where so my wife has obviously gone with you. From my understanding, uh, and I'm I'm very limited as far as therapy goes. I yeah. understand that there is talk therapy, and honestly, that's that's pretty much <laughs> it. That's the only one I know. So, cool. but I know this is a form of therapy. It is. Correct? It is. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, your wife came to me and she was like, "I wanna, I wanna try a different form of therapy," and then she experienced it, which. We can talk about that another time. But she came home and was able to share with you what happened during her session. And you, as her husband, like, what did you hear on the receiving end? Or what thoughts did you have whenever she came home and she explained it to you? Yeah, I think initially there was... So there was a good part of it that, um, again, if I'm to put this in layman's English, mm-hmm. when she came home, she was like, yep, yeah, I had the session with Peyton it was really, really good. So I'm like, okay, so that's mm-hmm. positive, right? It's it's in my head and similar when you actually get talking about therapy with somebody, it's beneficial, right? It does yeah. a lot for your soul. You get to release things, all these kind of things. You get to learn new skills that you previously didn't have. Now, the parts that I didn't understand was the how it actually happens. Mm. There is touching involved. There is touching There involved. is leaning in on the Holy Spirit involved. So yeah. when... When she started to mention things like that, that's when my ears were like, okay, what the heck is this thing? I'm like, did my wife just go in (laughs) and Peyton was hugging her for an hour and just, you know, you know, Oceans was playing in the background or something. I'm like, what what is this? So there Mm. was a lot. And I think to be honest, because it was very new for her as well, we, uh, I wouldn't say we both had a lot of questions. It was more of, it was more of the thing of she didn't fully know how to even explain it. Mm. So I guess that kind of brings me to my next question of understanding what uh, Splankna is, which yeah. which am I saying that right? Splankna? Splankna. Splankna. Yep. Splankna. Splankna. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're getting there. Um, so understanding that it is a mind-body protocol that releases stored trauma emotions yep. from your body, you kind of have to, it's quite, invasive is the wrong word. Mm. It's, it's very, it's very hands-on. It correct? is. It is, Yeah. 
So I'll just explain kind of, you know, if someone were to ask me like you are, what is Splunkna? I'll just tell you. So Splunkna therapy, yes, it is a mind-body protocol, meaning um, we use the mind and body to release those emotions. How we, first of all, we start out and we pray. We invite the Holy Spirit. It is biblical-based. So it's biblical-based energy healing. Um, so it's a form of energy energy psychology, um, and it uses thought um, and touch. We Honestly, the Holy Spirit is like the biggest indicator, I would say, through the whole entire, the whole thing. Like we would not have this if we didn't have the Holy Spirit. Um, and so someone comes to me and they say, hey, I want this session. And I lead them through, I pray, and then I start with muscle testing. So muscle testing, um, that is the energy psychology part. So muscle testing works. Um, that's a whole that's a whole podcast, honestly. <laughs> but muscle testing, basically, with touch and intention, um, we're able to shift the atoms in your body, literally, um, to... Um, I guess, move move those emotions, release those emotions from your body that are from traumas that do get stored. And again, this could go on on a whole podcast. So I got I got a question. Okay? Yeah. So now, so already my mind is blown, okay? So I'm getting like visions of interstellar and all these <laughs> other like sci-fi things going on in my yeah. brain. So you're talking about, so, and again, I because I'd love to hear the, when I walk into the room, what yeah. what are you know the step by step here's what we're talking about here's what okay. we're going through in the same way and again i'm going to use uh, talk therapy as kind of the the basis right the comparison okay. we'll say talk therapy i walk into a room i sit down we start talking you know with the counselor therapist licensed individual etc and we start to unco- we start to uncover it's a story very you know yeah. they they hear about my story we start to look at certain things traumas etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah so when so you spoke about muscle testing, right? When you're talking mm-hmm. about this, when I come in, it's very much how do you begin that? Mm-hmm. It's led by the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, which again, mm-hmm. you know, even as this is a one of the things that even with what you um with what you had mentioned there, it's a faith-based, mm-hmm. you know, it's a faith-based practice, would I be right it in saying is. that? Yeah. So then okay, so so knowing that the Holy Spirit is present during this conversation, mm-hmm. um when you talk about muscle testing, are you going in from that posture? Do you watch these people as they walk in? It's like, okay, hey, there's you like, are you very I know you're obviously leaning in on the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to bring things out, but how does that how does that come into play, right? You know what I mean? Because I'm uh, I'm I'm con- not I'm not confused. It just it just blows me away that like mm-hmm. somebody walks into the room and you're like, okay, this person, <laughs> how do you get from this person yeah. walking into your room to this person has mm-hmm. early childhood abuse to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? This person has addiction. This person has, you know, how do you get to there mm-hmm. with the inclusive of the, and then the whole muscle testing side of things I want to get into because <laughs> I want to hear about shifting atoms and all that yeah. other stuff. Cool. Yeah. So someone comes to me um, and they say, you know, I just feel like I need healing. We start a session. We pray. I instantly start and I test their body. So we use touch. My hand is on their arm, and all I'm asking is a yes or no question. So the body is logical. The body can only answer yes or no questions. I am not asking God. That's a boundary we have in Splunkna because it's biblical-based. We're not over here asking the body, does God say this? <laughs> like, that mm-hmm. would be wrong. Um, so although the Holy Spirit is present, and that's a whole other thing, um, or encompassing it, I guess, I'm asking the body yes or no. So I'm kind of getting a feel for their body saying, 
are you male? Are you female? Does, you know, like, are you wearing yellow? <laughs> like these kind of things. And um, then I go in and I, based on my chart, chart in my studies, I'll say, all right, does the body have any resistance right now? Is it resisting? Does it want to do this work? Um, and we just start by making my client feel comfortable. So maybe they need um, maybe they're resisting with some anger right now. Maybe their body has anger coming up. So I'll go to my emotions chart and their body's testing yes for anger presently. So currently. So how do you know that they are, uh, how do you know that they are responding to anger? Like talk yeah. to me a, bit, a little bit about that chart. And again, we don't need mm -hmm. to get too lost in the weeds, but like if yeah. you're touching my arm, for example, and all of a sudden my knee kicks out, <laughs> is that like, oh, well, the knee kicked out, therefore that's anger or fear or how does that, good like question. talk to me about the chart thing. Yeah, good question. So no, it's actually, um, there's a shift um, in the energy world. Basically, whenever I touch your arm, I can I can feel the difference between a yes and a no on your body. Mm. So it's covered in prayer, of course. So I'm not just randomly coming yeah, up yeah, to yeah, you yeah, on yeah. a Saturday. Yeah, you're not you're not just <laughs> yeah. in poking people. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. So yeah, in the session, I, I can feel the difference between what a yes feels like. It kind of shifts. It's just like a, I don't know, it just feels like energy moving. Mm -hmm. A yes in your arm versus yeah. a no. Mm -hmm. um, and so every single person's different too. So that's sometimes the most difficult part is getting sure, a feel yeah. for a each individual's muscle testing. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, feel that yes. And I'm like, okay, there's some anger. Is it, where is this stored? That's the next question that I ask before we can even go forward. So then I ask, there's several different areas. It can be liver, gallbladder. It can be heart. It can be, I mean, the meridian system is what this is based on. So okay. chiropractic uses that as well. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a light up energy field is how I see it. Mm -hmm. And so based on that meridian line, there are different body parts that mm -hmm. emotions can be stored. So then I'm asking, okay, maybe it's left liver or left lung. We'll say left lung. Um, so you have anger in your left lung and then we do the head point. That's the third question I'm asking your subconscious. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And then I'm asking, is it left temple? Again, I can go into all these in depth at left temple. It's more past oriented. Right temple is walking in action going forward. There's back of head, which is spiritual. There's top of head, which is somebody else's emotion projecting onto you. And then there's forehead. So that's continuous. It's a continuous motion that you felt probably your whole life. Um, so we're just going to say right temple. So we get okay. right temple, left lung, anger. So this is telling me that right now you have anger about moving forward into this, like it's an action. So we are going to hold those points now. So you're going to hold your your right, yeah, yeah right, right temple, temple, left, left lung, lung yeah, yeah. and I mirror you, and you hold those points, and you just kind of close your eyes, and you think about what anger feels like right now. So you'll think about, okay, I feel anger right now. This is coming up. I want to release this, and to release it, you have to have that intention and the touch mixed. So that is how you release a stored emotion. Okay. And a resistant that is, emotion. And that's that's kind of the goal of 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 Splunkna therapy. That is, is to is to be able to to release the emotion. Similar yeah. to the likes of a talk therapy is to be able to work, you know, and have the proper infrastructure in place and the tools to be able to overcome certain things that come down. Absolutely. And also releasing other things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is blowing my mind. I love this. I love this. Yeah. Okay. So then as we're so the three the three kind of steps, mm -hmm. right, is the we begin with and this is kind of the recap to just what you said. We yeah. begin with the yes no. Mm -hmm. Correct. With the with getting the, a feel of the muscle testing. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The step two then is trying to locate that yes no, 
or not, not sorry, not not locate. I'm the word location is coming to mind because it's like we yeah. want to work out where it is on the body. Yeah. So sort of. So we see if there's resistance first. So that right there resistance. was a resistant emotion. So before I can even go into the work, so this is just pre-work. That's kind of how. Okay. I think okay. About, yeah. We're only pre-gaming yeah, we're here. Just All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but that's that's very common because it's it's unlikely, especially for first session. Honestly, it happens most sessions. Your body's gonna resist. Your subconscious is not sure, gonna want to read naturally. that. Naturally. Okay. Yeah. So then that's resistance. You also might need a collarbone statement, which. I know collarbone statements are going around like crazy right now on the internet. Everyone's talking about it. Mm. So that's really cool to me. Collarbones, you just rub your collarbones literally with both hands. And you can say, I trust my body. I trust my body. Mm -hmm. I trust my body. You can say, I am okay. I am safe. Mm -hmm. I am safe. Like, mm -hmm. And then you tap it out, side of your hand here. Um, and that could be another instance of before we even go into this healing work, your body might need a collarbone statement. Telling your subconscious like, it's I'm safe. Okay. Yeah, I'm safe. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna slightly deviate here, right? So okay. when and I remember having this conversation with my auntie before. Mm. She was it, she was out in town one of the days, and she had she she witnessed a car crash. Okay, she witnessed oh, wow. a car accident, very traumatic experience. Okay. She was wearing foundation that day. Okay. Fast well, forward. You know, a couple of days later, she puts on the same foundation. She breaks out in a rash. Whoa. So now this is what, so I'm asking, yeah, because I know That's this, cool. <laughs> this is, it, and it is, and, and I think, now correct me if I'm wrong, but the body will hold mm -hmm. trauma. Mm -hmm. And as a result, it, it has, that trauma has to be held somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So because the trauma is held somewhere, mm -hmm. as a result, this type, this form of therapy will help it's basically just pinpointing where that is. So for my, yeah. for an example, I don't know if this is completely accurate, but my auntie, let's say mm -hmm. she could have held that trauma in her cheeks. Yeah. And as a result, Splunkna would be something that she would be able to walk in and we would be able to work on the cheeks to it to help her overcome that trauma. Is that correct? Yes. Now we have different points. Cheeks, it's not necessarily like, that's not like the point we have, but yeah, close sure. enough. Sure. That, that's Somewhere on the meridian. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is, okay. All <laughs> kinds of cool. All kinds yeah. of cool. With going back to the what was the term that you the 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 tapping that you were talking about the um, muscle hit, testing you muscle testing yes. thank you so you're actually when you talk about moving the atoms in there obviously everybody yeah. has a this is just a, this is just a stew theory mm -hmm. in my head we're integral people we are yeah. you know mind body spirit mm -hmm. you know what I mean we are physical beings we are emotional beings we are sexual beings we yeah. are all these different types of beings and so as a result. Everything touches everything, right? Mm -hmm. So to say that these, you know, physical beings, in the same way, if I run, you know, if I run across a shag carpet in a pair of socks, I'll be literally able to transfer energy from one person to another through an electric shock. Yeah. Right? We yeah. are we are folks that have energy in us. Do. Is there a certain um or let me guess, do you feel as though from working with multiple clients? Mm -hmm. Do you feel as though there are different energies that you have or do you kind of come in at the same level of energy every time and then you mm -hmm. kind of gauge it off people or is it one of those things that no, honestly, because it's, it's, and I don't know if it's electromagnetic or, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not a, I don't have a, an engineering degree or an electrical degree yeah. by any stretch of the imagination, but do people have that? Like, is it, is it different from mm -hmm. person to person or do you feel as though there is some commonalities amongst this practice? You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think that absolutely every single person comes in and I feel different things from them. That's just mm -hmm. me being an intuitive person, you know, doing mm -hmm. this work over time, seeing patterns from people. I would say we overall the the ground and I would say the mm, the bottom line of it, I guess, feels similar, feels the same. Um Although every individual is going to come in. And I mean, I've I've dealt with, you know, little T traumas, big T traumas, that kind of thing. Like every person is going to come in and bring a different story, bring a different trauma, bring a different experience. And so, yeah, as far as muscle testing goes and energy goes, I think that, yeah, it's baseline is the same. I, yeah, it doesn't really differ in that, in that realm or okay. area. No, and that, and that makes sense. And this is where, again, I don't know what kind of energy people are bringing in, right? You know yeah. what I mean? And everybody's got a different experience. So I would imagine yeah. because everybody's story writes a little bit differently, everybody is going to have a different energy about them. You know yes. what I mean? It's like, yeah, they're seeing, and I mean, you get that. It's like, even when you walk into a place, it's like, oh, this, there's something sure. different about this room that I walked into. You may feel safe. You may feel unsafe. You know yeah. what I mean? Compared to all those different, all those different types of things. Mm -hmm. So Obviously, okay, so now that I've got a little bit more of an idea about Splankna and yeah. what and what it is, talk to me a little bit more so about the process. So we did, mm -hmm. we spoke about kind of the pre-work. the mm -hmm. pre -work. Yeah. So now let's say, so I walk in, we've done the muscle testing. Mm -hmm. My, I'm now at a point, you know, there's some collarbone stuff yeah. that I've done. What was, it, what, was, what was that called? Collarbone statement. Tell your Col body it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my body, yeah, collarbone statements. Thank you. Yeah. So my body is now in a position to receive and to talk and mm -hmm. I'm opening to listen, okay? Yes. You've now figured out that, okay, Stu's body is, you know, is now, Stu's body is now, you know, ready to receive. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, it's left lung, right temple as we were yeah. talking. That's where the anger is. Mm -hmm. What happens after that? Yeah. So then um, I'll say, all right, did that release? Are we ready to move forward? And then I'll go in, I'll ask, okay, do we need, are we doing healing work right now? Yes or no? Are we doing an algorithm right now, which could be phobia algorithm. We do the tapping. Um, phobia algorithm, grief algorithm. Sometimes the body just needs a little bit of oh, like calming um, to maybe bring up the trauma or to release the trauma a little bit more? Or are we doing creative work? Again, that's a whole nother thing too. So say we're going into healing work. We're going to healing work. We are doing a root healing set. So a set meaning an, a direct agent time, a moment in trauma. So because trauma has a timestamp, right? Trauma has well, timestamp. Or big, yeah. big, or there's... Your body remembers. So uh, yeah, and there, yes. And there's two types of trauma, if I remember. There's like the slow progressive trauma. It's like death by a thousand yeah. needles. And then there is the instance-based trauma, which is like mm -hmm. a car crash or a, yeah, know, something horrible like that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm yeah. so I'm with you. And so while while you're doing all this, how much communication are you having with me? Or is it very yeah. much your, you know, how much communication are you having with your clients? Or is it primarily just, mm -hmm. you know, you touching and leaning in on the Holy Spirit, asking the yes, no questions and waiting for the body response from your client? Yeah. So there's minimal talking as far as when I'm testing, I'm kind of just letting them sit, letting them be relaxed. Um, and then I'll, I'll ask the age. Um, so I'm doing all the testing. And then immediately, I love to go into conversation because I feel like the more context, the better. It's like we need more breadcrumbs that lead to the the end goal. Abs so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So then I'll get, say, age 12. So the body remembers, meaning even when you're in the womb for nine months-ish, your body is aging. Like your your subconscious remembers remembers those nine months. So if I get age 12, we like to say it could be 11 or 12 because we account for those nine months. So that's really cool. Um, so I get age 12. The central emotion, meaning the core root of this trauma, we'll say is grief. So we'll say central emotion is grief. And I'm testing, again, for the central emotion. I get the body part. This is going to be right lung. Um, and I get left temple for this. So going back to age 12, this person, um, central root emotion is grief. And um, it's stored in the right lung. So this is telling me already, okay, do you remember? Like, I'll say, hey, do you remember age 12 at all? Do you know what was going on? Do you know what grade you were? I ask questions just to see. Sometimes immediately their light bulb goes on and they're like, oh, yeah, I was in this grade. I remember my parents got divorced. I remember, you know, this situation, this situation. And that, to me, is giving me context. So kind of my job is to facilitate um, and to help them, to ask questions to help them bring, I guess, the story forward, really, to kind mm -hmm. of reveal things to them that they yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. have thought of. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, that will come up. And then... Um, yeah. So then I'll ask them to hold the point. So then they'll hold that point. And already immediately when I think of age 12, we know in Splunkna and in many other therapies that age 12 is oftentimes when your identity and calling is revealed to you. This is like psychologists have studied this. Many oh, have studied okay. this. So okay. there's a lot of attack, spiritual attack during that age as well, because you know, with the enemy tends for evil, the Lord has for good. Mm -hmm. And so there's oftentimes a lot of attack around age 12. Um, when your identity and calling is revealed to you. So I'll have you hold that, and we'll just wait, and we'll just be. Um, I'll, like, intercede silently sometimes when they're holding that, and I'll just I'll just wait. Sometimes I'll get a threshold breath. This is really cool in the energy world. I'll yawn, and I'll know that it cleared. So <laughs> Okay, okay. What on earth <laughs> I know, is that sounds a wild. threshold? A threshold breath, is that? Threshold breath, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm all kinds of perplexed. I'm... <laughs> Four and a half thousand miles away from home, and I'm talking about <laughs> threshold breathing. So what what are we talking about when it comes to yeah? Because that because yeah. that's what that would be one of the things, and I'm like, okay, this weird. this is nuts. <laughs> like this is yeah yeah okay. So talk to me and oh. yeah yeah okay. My mind's my mind's boggled. Go. What is yeah. what is a threshold breath? Yeah. So I mean, as simply as I can put it, again, because I'm not gonna be able to explain in scientist terms. Sure, but sure, sure. Really, it's like there is. I'm constantly, because it's covered by the Holy Spirit, because we're literally moving energy, we mm -hmm. are, um, in the energy world, when atoms shift, when emotions are being released, when things like this are happening, we, when we're in tune, it does not happen to everyone, but it's really common when you do this work for a while, you get this like, you know when you're like, <sighs> like you, you, you get that yawn, you get that extra like deep breath, that kind of feeling, mm -hmm. that is similar to what it feels like. So it's like, I'm not tired at all. I just had like a whole coffee and I'm over here, I'm doing this session and all of a sudden I'm yawning. And it's it's when they are holding an emotion. I'm kind of just sitting there, I'm waiting, I'm praying. All of a sudden I'm like, oh, I yawn, and I know it cleared. So it's like within the, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain No, no, no. It. And I, I think you're doing it. You're like, no, no, I'm, I'm getting what you're saying. But yeah. there's, I guess where I'm getting a little bit caught up is like some of the some of the definitions, like you're talking mm. about cl like clearing. So yeah. this person is holding the point mm -hmm. of when they were 12 and they experienced trauma. Yeah. They're holding left lung, right temple. Yeah. When 
so you're sitting there and you're having, you know, obviously the, the Holy Spirit is, is very much involved and, yeah. and, you know, he's doing the work that only he can do. Then you yawn and you clear. That's where the disconnect oh, comes I got in. You. So, so what, what do you, what do you mean? Like how, what does, yes. what does that mean? So my intention is set that we're working on them, meaning that whenever I have a threshold breath that it's clearing, that's telling me that they, that they cleared their emotion. So Okay, yeah. so that's so that's like a that's honestly so okay so yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're holding their thing. Mm -hmm. You that's basically the green light for you from the Holy yes. Spirit going. This is now cleared in them. Correct. Yeah. And gotcha. um, say I'm a client and I have another practitioner working on me because I'm in tune with that threshold breath and I, I've done energy work enough. I can also have a threshold breath when I'm holding my own, just as my you know. I'm I'm working on my client. They do this work enough. They might yawn when it's cleared. We know it's cleared. So it's kind of just a wild thing to say, all right, it's confirmed, it's cleared. Because if it doesn't clear, then we know we need to forgive. There, forgiveness is another gotcha. way to clear. Yeah. Gotcha. So, okay, okay. So now it's good. Yep. So it could be something simple for me, like, um, and I mean simple, probably simple is the wrong term to use, but let's say it could be like, I don't know, the, 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 the dog jumped up on me and spilled coffee on, you know, my pants this morning. Now I'm frustrated at the dog. Yes. That might be easy. Something to, that could be a threshold breath type deal. But then let's say if I'm still incredibly frustrated with the dog, you're going to get the sense as well as, so yeah, you as the, you as the, um, the person in the room that's guiding this, you're going to feel it's like, no, they haven't quite given that up. Yeah. So let's go, let's dig deeper. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't really feel like it cleared. I didn't have a threshold breath, which again, doesn't happen every time, but most often as we're getting to do this work more, then I know I'm like, okay, it's time to release. You can, you can you know, open your eyes. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, I'll ask the subconscious just to get clear yeses and nos. Did that clear? Yes, no. Um, and if it says, say you're about, your subconscious says no, then I know, okay, there's more we need to do before we can release this emotion. Your mm -hmm. subconscious doesn't want to, or you didn't fully, you know, hold that intention right. Sure. There are ways to hold it differently. Um, maybe we need to hold it longer. We can do that. Or I, I immediately go in and I say, do we need to forgive? self, others, or God. Um, and so within those, there's different ways we can ask that. So say we need to forgive others. So then um, I'll say, okay, so we need to forgive someone else. Um, this could be me for making you do this work. That's always a funny one. Um, or it might be, you know, immediately they thought of their parents being divorced because grief came up at age 12. Sure. And so they're saying, yeah, I, I kind of, whenever I was holding that, I had this vision of like my dad. I, I kind of felt like my dad kept coming up and I just mm -hmm. felt like pain when I thought of my dad. That's mm -hmm. all I know. Mm -hmm. And I would say, okay, that's great. Um, do you mind if I ask to confirm, you know, is this your dad that we need to forgive? Are we on track with that? And so then I'll say, all right, subconscious, uh, yes or no. Are we on track with this being her dad? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and forgive your dad. Um, and we're going to start this forgiveness by, um, others is pinky finger. So this inner side of your pinky finger. Again, the, the tapping, it's all connected to the meridian. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we tap the pinky finger um, to release forgiveness in our body or to allow forgiveness in our body. Mm -hmm. And I like to think of forgiveness as freedom. So it's like for freedom, but also the breadcrumbs leading us to the context. Like forgiveness statements sure. are so important because mm -hmm. honestly – if that released, we're already moving to the next one. We didn't know anything about it being her dad if she didn't say that. Yeah. Because of 
knowing we need to forgive him. So I love forgiveness statements because they just add so much context to it all. So mm-hmm. yeah, then we'll go and forgive her dad. Do you have a question? Yeah, yeah, sorry, I, I, I do. And I, and I love this because from, from what it sounds like, it's very much a case of at least how, how my Irish brain is perceiving this. <laughs> the, uh, with, with this practice, you have the roadmap yeah. of of being able to go from, okay, we're literally going, it's not like a, hey, I can diagnose this person within five minutes or 10 yeah, minutes no. or an hour. It's very much a, here's how we can practically help you heal by literally responding. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things, yeah. like I know you've mentioned multiple times, what I love about it, you're working with the subconscious. You're mm-hmm. not working with the conscious. Yes. So like as, and again, this is like even, even to slight side story. When I came to the States, the conversation of mental health was so much more prominent. Mm-hmm. And as a result, there was a lot that I realized I had to do from my own side to get rid of a lot of the initial um, stigma I had surrounding, mm-hmm. you know, mental health wellness and yeah. counselors and, you know, all these different, all these different type of practices. And as a result, um, that has... There is every time, every time, um, you know, I had the opportunity to go through counseling myself um, for a period of two or three months and it was mm-hmm. exceptional. We were working, it was talk counseling mm-hmm. um, or speech, ca- I, don't, I don't even know the correct Talk term. therapy. Talk therapy, yeah. thank you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, um, you know, I went through talk therapy, but that was very much my conscience mm-hmm. that was being mm-hmm. worked on because again, I am asked a question, I have yeah. to think logically about that question and I respond. Yeah. This what I love about it, it completely bypasses that. One of the frustrations mm-hmm. that I had as, and I don't know if this is a male thing or if this is something mm-hmm. else, I'm not in tune enough with my emotions to know that this is, you know, this, what I'm feeling here is actually disappointment. It's mm. not anger. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like that, that, like the two emotions that I thought I had was anger and apathy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, and then there's joy somewhere in there, but yes. because you're completely bypassing that conscience, it, it, you're, you're almost getting this, um, you're almost getting this like secret, like you're unlocking this like secret essence of the body, which I think mm-hmm. is beautiful because then you're not limited to the capabilities of vocabulary. You're not limited to your yeah. the understanding of your own emotions. You're very much mm-hmm. getting in and seeing kind of the, the layer deeper. You know what I mean? Yes. It's very exposing, very revealing. V- yeah, yeah, very, very revealing, which, yeah, that's actually, and that sparked something mm-hmm. else. And that's that sparked another question that I have. That's probably a big moment for a lot mm-hmm. of your clients that come in. Yeah. Because again, there is certain talking, like you obviously are, you know, guiding them through this. And as you mm-hmm. said, you are interceding in certain areas, you know, yeah. uh, through conversation or whatever. But again, there's a lot of it that you are doing through the muscle testing, et cetera, et cetera, that all of a sudden mm-hmm. within a 10 minute period, it's like, oh, hey, we need to forgive your dad. Yeah. And then, you it's know deep. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's deep. But, and and it, it can come as a, it can come as quite as a shock to a lot mm-hmm. of clients. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, so going even, and again, can, keep, keep bringing me down this story. So yeah. if we're to take, you know, the 12 year, you know, at 12 parents mm-hmm. were divorced, you know, there's forgiveness there. Yeah. You know, you're, you're tapping on the pinky, you know what I mean? Because obviously the body yeah. holds certain areas. What? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so obviously you hit multiple roadblocks along the way, working out what the body is willing to release, what the body mm-hmm. is not willing to release. What Continue me down that process. Yeah, absolutely. So then we've forgiven dad. Um, we'll see if we're ready to move forward. Again, saying yes or no, asking the subconscious. And then we go immediately into the next emotion. So I'm asking, okay, how many more emotions do we have? Oh, we have two more. Awesome. So then I'll start with the next one. And say the next one is, mm, we'll just say, we'll say anger. Because here we go. Sure, why so not? So we have grief, we have anger, 
This one is going to be back of head, meaning spiritual, um, and then we'll do right long again. So we'll, we have back of head, we have anger coming out of this grief. So it's, it's all interconnected. Um, and yeah, so I'll tell the client, all right, we are going to hold this point of anger. It's going to be what I say, right long, um, back of head. So meaning spiritual, oftentimes it's warfare. It could be your idea of God. It could be God related. It's spiritual either way. All this work is spiritual, but focusing on that. So they're going to hold, okay, thinking back to 12 again, and um, this is back of head, meaning at 12, I felt anger, and it's kind of warfare-fueled, and they hold the point. So then they hold the point. I'm praying again, you know, silently. Just I'm just waiting, waiting for that threshold, mm-hmm. waiting for a release just whenever I feel prompted by the Holy Spirit. And then I'll say, okay, you can release. Did anything come up? I always ask, did anything come up when you held that? And sometimes they'll say, not really. And that's usually when I, again, say, okay, there's probably more forgiveness. Um, But maybe they say, yeah, actually, I don't know. I just had this, I had this picture of me in school and I just like wasn't really fitting in. And um, my friend was talking to me and again, I'm just making this up on the spot, but my friend's talking to me and they said something that was really mean to me about my parents getting divorced. And it really made me mad. It made me frustrated. And I remember that moment when I held this point. So then I say, okay, that's good context. Um, Like, that's a big deal. Um, You know, how are you feeling about that? We'll talk. I I don't like to just say, okay, next. You know, like, I, it's important to talk about it. Although in Splunkna, you don't have to have a ton of context because we're releasing stored emotions in the body. You're Mm -hmm. still going to do the work if you hold the emotions, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. But context helps. It helps them leave the session feeling a little bit more clarity. Um, It helps the story come together. Um, So anyways, then... We have that context, and I'll say, okay, after I talk to them, are we good to move forward? Did that clear? Yeah, that one cleared, so we're good to move forward. Um, and then we'll go to— And again, you're asking this—you're asking the body this, not necessarily yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I'm asking the body. Because okay. that that's where it can get very, very tough, I would imagine, is because it's really, yeah. it's really for the first time as an individual or as a client sitting in the room, mm-hmm. I am literally mapping— the everything yeah. from the neurological pathways as well as the spiritual pathways between my conscious and my subconscious. Yes, which yeah. is which is huge because that is it's not that's not an exercise. That's it, you <laughs> don't wake up on a Tuesday and it's like oh yeah you let's don't. give that a go. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. so yeah, no, that's that's yeah, that's that's kind of mind boggling. But that's For very cool. Sure. That's very cool. And it's normal to feel very exhausted in the middle of a session you'd because be you're doing yeah, so yeah, much yeah. energy work and you're like also processing emotions like that. Like that's a lot. Like you're saying, you don't just wake up on a random morning and start processing these subconscious th- traumas. Like so it's it's very common that um, people will, you know, release in different ways. They might cry all of a sudden, which sure. as we do in therapy, but not always. It might just be a sudden tear like – downfall and they're like I don't mm-hmm. know why I'm crying but that's the body releasing which is cool physically emotionally mm-hmm. um so yeah then we might have one other emotion um maybe that self-consciousness mm-hmm. left temple mm-hmm. um right lung we'll just say again they'll hold that um we'll say that cleared and then we'll go to the next thing which is the benefit so benefit is actually negative so it's a negative benefit um, but we call it a benefit. It's from the enemy. He's like, here, in this moment of trauma, when you're 12, I'm going to offer you this, this benefit. Um, we'll say hmm, the benefit is also self-consciousness. We'll say that. So because um, you can have the same – the benefit emotion could be the same as any of those emotions that we've talked about. 
So the okay. enemy in that moment of trauma, he's like, hey, just feel self-conscious, like take self-consciousness um, and that is going to benefit you because I'll take away all of this trauma. You won't have to deal with this trauma if you just feel self self-conscious. And so already I can see, well, first of all, knowing this is age 12, her identity and calling probably has something to do with the opposite of self-consciousness. She's probably really meant to be bold and live that out and like really believe in herself and her worth and all these things. But here the enemy is counterfeiting that and saying, be self-conscious. Like, I'll take away this trauma, like all of this anger and hurt and grief from your parents getting divorced. Like, I'll take that away. Just So he's, he's, he'll guide you. So again, you experience, you know, the kid bullying you at school. As a result, the enemy will whisper in things like, hey, just become Mm -hmm. more isolated. Mm -hmm. Don't make friends. And as a result, you get maybe a, you know, a heightened self of self, self entitlement or whatever that is. But they're, they're the lies that we're talking about. They're the Mm -hmm. benefits that we're calling, even though they're negative. Okay. I'm with you. I'm tracking. Yeah. So then, um, we will again, hold it the same as we do all of the previous emotions um, and then we're going to, yeah, clear that and maybe there's a forgiveness. Maybe we need to forgive God. Obviously, God's perfect, but it's more forgiving our idea of God. So sure. forgive God for, um, yeah, we would come up with a sentence basically to encompass that self-consciousness, release okay. that, move forward into the agreement. So agreement, I love because they really kind of bring all of this trauma together and they tie it up in a bow and we're mm-hmm. able to like release it. So um, we'll say this is, um, there's ownership agreement. So that's like where the enemy has ownership over a part of your subconscious part of your body. There's program agreements, which I'll say this one's a program agreement. This is, um, where self-consciousness is a program running in her subconscious, kind of like a hard drive, just like software running in her, in her subconscious, um, where she's feeling self-consciousness. And it's a program agreement with the enemy in that moment where she agreed to be self-conscious to take away this trauma. And so now we need to break off that program agreement. So this is when prayer comes into play like big time. And we say the longest prayer and there's tons of like really pinpointed words because honestly, yeah, power of life and death lie in the tongue. And like there's so much power to speak into our subconscious through prayer, but also just like every day, you know, the things we say, they really do stick to our bodies or not. Like they matter. And so I think there's just so much power in this prayer. Um, It's like a big tool of release. I mean, God is involved. um, But also we, I think that's when we kind of come undone and we start believing like, oh gosh, those were lies. So then we'll pray over it, this big prayer. We break bonds with the enemy. (laughs) We, you know, do all these things. And we have this context too of knowing like, wow, that was like a big that was a big deal that I was holding on to that. That was a program running in my body that I still am carrying today. That's why it's coming up. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and this is like, again, you've been holding on to this for, how you know, whatever, you know, you're 24 years of age. You've been holding yeah. on to it for 20, for 12 years or yeah. you know, you're in your 50s. You've, you've been holding on to it for 30 years, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like. This is something that, again, because you're, you're truly working with the subconscious, yeah. you don't realize how much has been, you don't realize the sin that's there, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or what, because again, you know, the, the you know, the, what is it, the idle hands or devil's playground type thing, you mm-hmm. know, in the sense that when you're 12, you don't necessarily have yeah. the tools and the understanding to be able to, mm-hmm. to combat a lot of these things. And as so as yes. a result, it's like, because they're not just going to lie in the ether not being touched, you <laughs> mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's where the enemy is going to use them to yes. the best of his ability, you know what I mean? In the way For that sure. he wants to and manipulate the truth, you know? 
So that's okay. So now, so we've gone now to, I mean, does that kind of wrap us up as far as, cause we've, yeah. we've, we've, we've pretty much severed the tie mm-hmm. from our 12 year old subconscious self mm-hmm. of the things, the programs that we have put in play here yeah. that yeah, now we've been carrying for X amount of years. Mm-hmm. Now that we're actually in this position, we are now in a place that ideally in theory, we have now released and yeah. we shake hands and say our goodbyes. Is that <laughs> yeah, so usually after that, I'll, I'll first of all see, does the body need any extra prayer? Do I need to pray over their cell receptors or their identity or relationship with God or their prayers? You know, there's so many things I could pray over them. Sure. And then um, I always remind them before I do a closing prayer, I always remind them like, this is coming up right now, like I said, because it's active right now. So oftentimes, whatever's coming up in a session, honestly, 99% of the time, it's going to be something they're triggered by maybe that day, maybe that week, maybe that month. Of course. And they're going to be like, wow, honestly, I see this pattern of when I feel this grief, I'm going to immediately just feel subconscious, Mm -hmm. self-conscious. And they're going to be like, I felt that yesterday in this conversation. Mm -hmm. Or like, Mm -hmm. I felt grief. And now I'm like, I just would rather be self-conscious, you know? And they, it's emotional for them because they're realizing Right now, this week, I just had this conversation with my best friend, and this has been happening. So I encourage them, and I say, obviously, there can always be layers. You can make a re-agreement right now, but you can never go back to age 12 again and make this agreement. You just can't. Because you've severed, you've killed that. Yeah. You know, you've like you've literally Done. killed that program. That program has been released. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be one of my next questions is, so let's say if we have, because um, obviously, in an ideal world, the work is done, we've passed off. Yeah. Now, as we, so I leave the room, right? Mm-hmm. I drive home, same thing happens, right? Whatever mm-hmm. it is, the dog jumps up on me, spill coffee, you know what I mean? It brings mm-hmm. me back or mm-hmm. it potentially brings me that back to that place. Is there a point in my subconscious? And I don't, I don't know, this, this question may not even be able to be answered. Yeah. Is there a point in my subconscious then that because that tie is severed, because mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find the link between the subconscious and the actual yeah. conscious of like, because again, you're going to present to me at the end of that session. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. we've released this program that yeah. you had when you held on to at 12 years of age. Yes. You've done that in the subconscious. My conscious now goes, I've released that program. Mm-hmm. But when that happens again, do you see the results from it? In the sense mm-hmm. of like, my mind does not go to that place anymore because I've given that up. Yes. So that's my favorite part. I think... I mean, I tell say I tell clients like the moment you leave this room, that's released from you. So, yes, you might be you might encounter encounter grief in other ways. That's a whole different story. But you might like you're saying that dog dog jumps up on you and spills mm. coffee. Like you might encounter that, but you're gonna have a different reaction this time. Most likely, you will encounter things that are similar. You know, and it's like it's going to feel different. It's going to be a lot easier now for you to encounter those things that you were once triggered by before today during the session. Um, it's going to just feel like, wow, it's been so hard. I've been trudging through this like sticky mousetrap my whole life, and now it's not sticky anymore. I get to just like walk on it and say, You get to walk wow. in freedom, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So then, okay, so then that goes that goes kind of like a little bit back, and this is where I want to hear, you know, a little bit about your experience because how, mm-hmm. you, how long have we been doing this? You've been doing this? So I started my practice practicing um, training almost two years ago. I've been okay. attend or doing Spockna almost four years. Okay, so you've years. been attending for four. You've mm-hmm. been you've been practicing for two for almost two. Yeah, so for I almost just two. got officially certified less than six months ago, though. But gotcha. you're practicing the whole. Year okay, and a half. okay, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you. So then, what are from your experience? 
from your mm-hmm. personal experience as well as what you've seen with mm. clients, what are the benefits of this? Oof, yeah, that's and a I know really that's a, big question. Yeah, I'm like, a, and they look 101 different ways. So again, yes, for the for the small Irishman, if you were to mm. you know condense them down into you know, I think the biggest thing would be mm. you know this is because to me, and again, just even from what I can hear, it is mm-hmm. well. First of all, there's the neurological um you know pathways between the conscious and the subconscious which i think is huge because that yeah. brings us close to becoming integral beings right mm-hmm. that's obviously massive there's obviously the release of things but just even from your own practical experience yeah. what would you say are some of the benefits well yeah so from the moment i started splunkna i went pretty in pretty much in desperation because i was like i've tried all the therapies you know i've done all the things i went and i then to now, I will say that I've seen transformation in my own life from specifically being self-worth in the way that I respond to people. So back then, years ago, like I would let people walk all over me. I w- it was more of like a doormat. You know, I didn't understand the like Jesus flip tables thing. Like I, I understood the like, I'm fine. There's grace. Like you're fine. You can hurt me. You know, all all, all grace, no truth. Yes, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. just would let men too, like walk over me. And since I literally, I remember there was a moment where I was like, "Whoa, Splunkna is working." When I stood my ground, I stood my worth, and I was like, "Hey, you know, like I respect you, but you're not going to be in my life anymore." And I believe, like I know what I want for my future. I know who I am, and I stood up in boldness, and I was able to speak this truth for myself, for my worth, for my future, and like who I believed I was in this moment to someone. And that to me was like a monumental moment in my healing because I would have never done that four or five years ago. Like, no way. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's just so cool to see how, and it's all Splunkna. I mean, the Lord Splunkna, you know, me me truly grasping it. And now I'm like, I feel like I I do have a voice. I can be very bold. I really believe my worth. I don't have a problem standing up for myself. Like that was not me. If you knew Mm -hmm. me five years ago, oh no. So it's just like, gosh, this healing is, has been transformational in my own life. Um, other people, I, gosh, I have so many testimonies. I would love to have others to come on and share their testimonies, but I've seen, I started seeing someone who, um, she was 17 when she started coming to me. She wasn't even allowed. She needed a parent's signature. And now she's, I think she's 19 and a half going to 20. And she is just in this beautiful state of, you know, she came to me broken in this relationship that was like, honestly, not healthy at all. And now she's like, she's really good in her relationship with the Lord. She's in this new relationship now where she's like healthy and whole. And I just have seen that. Um, I could tell you stories about a random airplane I was on in Hawaii in December. And I, randomly had my Splunkna binder with me and the I got sat by this couple, not even by my husband, got sat by this couple. And the husband was telling me about how he just got diagnosed with cancer, all these things. Oh, wow. And long story short, I did generational work on him on the plane and so powerful. They're believers. I get a text two, three weeks later and um, saying that like his cancer is diminishing. And I'm like, are wow. you kidding me? So there's just all yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah, testimonies. Yeah. And I think that's that's part of it because it's crazy when we, obviously when we begin to invite the Holy Spirit in to do work, mm-hmm. we really cannot put a, we can't put a cap on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I don't I don't mean to over-spiritualize it, but at the same time, something like this, especially with the involvement of the Holy Spirit, because truly mm-hmm. this is led mm-hmm. by him we really can't 
turn around and say, well, you know, the benefits are X, Y, and Z, right? You know what I mean? Or it's like, oh yeah, you can leave a more confident, you know, a slimmer, better, sexier version of yourself. That's, that's not it. It really is. It's, it's life changing. You know what I mean? Just, and again, just from, just from even hearing what you've, what you've had to say. Mm -hmm. So then I guess kind of coming, coming after this or coming away from hearing the entire procedure, obviously Splunkna is something that is very personal to you. Yeah. Why I get, or my my next question would be, and it hasn't been around for, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. It's a relatively new practice. Mm -hmm. Why, why are you doing this? What's the why behind, I'm going to get in, I'm going to sit with Stu, we're going to have this podcast, I'm going to get my licensure, you know, all this kind of (laughs) stuff. Why? Why? What's the, what's the why behind, behind all this? Well, first of all, I think it's changed my life in such a transformative way that I, tell everyone about it. And I've seen the fruit. And so I see the impact overall. I think that's number one. Number two, I feel very passionate about redeeming energy psychology in Jesus' name, as does Sarah Thiessen, who's the creator of the protocol. Um, And I really see this being a thing where, you know, counseling starting to become more, I guess, accepted or normal in churches now. And I really want to see this slash believe that this will be a a part of churches in the future. Why not? Like it should be. And I feel a little bit convicted even of like, gosh, this is transforming lives. It is biblical based, but it's like so different and so much deeper in a different way that I think we need it in churches. Like, why don't we have this all over, um, everywhere? And so that is kind of my passion with this. Um, and, uh, and alongside that, I guess, second, the reason why I wanted to start this is because I get questions all the time of people, you know, on my Instagram saying, what is Splunkna? Can I try a session? Should I get certified? You know, all of these things. And I want this to be a place where even other practitioners can send their clients to get a, an answer of this is what Splunkna is. This is kind of a platform. Even my family who might not understand it fully, they just know, oh, Peyton does some sort of trauma therapy. Yeah, she's she's going in doing (laughs) something weird. Tapping on people's pinkies to see what happens. Yeah, Yeah, so this is a a space where I can hold conversation and answer those questions and even interview other people, other practitioners, my clients, um, sharing testimonies, but even answering those more logistical questions. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want it all to be, I just want this to be a platform of like all things Splunkna, all the questions, um, and to just host that. I love it. Yeah. I think that, and that's, and that's, that's super cool. I mean, there's so many, like, I, I'm excited to go back and talk with my wife about this because now yes. after us chatting for the bones of the last 45 minutes or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like I've got, I personally, I'm like, I want to give this a go. You know yes. what I mean? It's like, if yes. I can connect my subconscious to my conscious and be able to release all mm-hmm. the little tiny minute and maybe some big, like mm-hmm. little traumas that I've experienced lies that I'm still telling myself mm-hmm. subconsciously, you know what I mean, about yeah. my own self-worth and to be able to just eradicate them truly allows us to walk in in freedom, you know what I mean? And be yes. able to, to to yeah, to truly like leverage the impact that we're able to have for the kingdom, you know what I mean? 100%, I, yeah. I love it. So I guess... Peyton, thanks a bunch for answering all my questions. Uh, this has been great. Truly, it's it's given me much more of an insight. You know, we have very limited understanding of the world and how it works because we all operate in our own little bubbles. And I mm-hmm. feel like this this conversation made my bubble a little bit bigger, which is great. And it'll also allow me that the next time 
that my wife goes and does this. It's not just this weird thing that I don't really know about. So truly, thank you very, very much for answering everything. Yes. Amen. Thank you, too, for being a part and just allowing this to happen and um, asking good questions. So this is only the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more to come. I hope to just be able to allow this to be a place to just host more practitioners and clients and other people in the expertise of this whole realm of Splunkna. So more to come. Stay tuned. I'm so excited. And that's all for now.